we're all going to have to deal with foggy windshields at some point in time, but trying to be ready for them and prepared for them is the best thing. I mean, we were trying to get out of there, so we kind of had to pull over and wait for our car to warm up and let the car do its thing so we could get out of this road to Hana. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Toontech Downtown Automotive Podcast. Today we'll be sharing helpful information about being safe in winter driving conditions. So here we go with today's episode. Okay, here we are for today's show. Pat and I are going to present the who, what, when, where, how, and why of foggy car windows during winter driving. We decided to do this topic because we're here in Boise, Idaho in December and and there's snow flying and fog in the valley and, and a lot of snow up on the hills. So we're, we're definitely in the cold season and we thought that we should cover this topic as a, as a good thing to help our, our listeners with their vehicles uh, while driving in these conditions. Uh, in Boise, the, a lot of snow on the hill. Uh, up above Boise, there's a ski area that just opened up last week and, and a lot of uh, folks that love downhill skiing are going to be up there skiing and they're going to get wet and be working hard and breathing hard. And when they, when they get done and they get back into their cars, it's going to be cold and damp and moist in there. And they're going to have a hard time controlling the, the fogging on the inside of their vehicles. So um, we want to cover some items here that will help with that and uh, maybe give some of you an idea as to things you can do to, to better control those conditions. And it's really important that even if you have an air conditioning system on your vehicle, that's really working well. Under those conditions, it can be strained. So that's what we want to cover today. Just a note for anyone that's listening to this and, and wants to find a little more information, you can go to the website at tunetechdowntown.com. And if you on the home page, if you scroll down towards the bottom on the left, there's a search box. And if you type in uh, air conditioning in that box and hit enter, it'll pull up four articles that we have on the website about heating and air conditioning systems and that type of thing. One of them in particular is the one we're going to kind of focus this talk about today. And the title of that article is uh, Winter Air Conditioning Service. So that's the title of that. So, so I'm, I'm here with Pat from, from Toon Tech, and, and we're here. We're looking forward to covering these items with you. Uh, how you doing today, Pat? Oh, I'm doing real good, Dave. Just trying to help people get a little educated on some simple steps that they're able to help themselves with not getting foggy windshields and being able to see clearly on these streets to have a safe holiday season. Yeah. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I tried to make it kind of fun a little bit for us to kind of go through these, these six W's of uh, relating to foggy windows. So uh, we'll get started here and see how it goes and, and, and uh, see, you know, what comes up and we'll just present the, the facts as we see them. And, and, uh, I look forward to you helping me and, and just contributing anything we can to, to get this message out. So, so of the six W's, the first one is who, and, and basically we're talking about there who causes foggy windows. And of course we're talking about the driver. Um, but we also could be talking about the vehicle owner. In other words, there might be a scenario where a, a parent owns a car, they're the owner of it and they're re responsible for maintenance and everything. Um, but their child may be driving it. So, so anyway, the first thing to mention here is 
basically not operating the dash controls properly. And you know, our, our cars today are very complex. There's a ton of buttons and a lot of things to know. But uh, one of the first things that comes to mind is the recirculation button and not having that button uh, on at the wrong time. And so uh, the recirculation button basically is going to uh, take air from inside the cab of the car, the truck, and recirculate it and put it back out the, the, the vents. And so there's usually a button that is a, has a little arrow on it usually, and, it, and it's basically the recirc button. And you don't want to have that uh, system in recirculation when you're in foggy, damp conditions. So that's one of the first things that uh, can uh, cause a problem with foggy windows. Pat, you think of anything to add to that? No, I mean, just something real simple that can have a a lot of value to getting the windshield, pulling the air out, the moisture out of the air by, you know, getting some fresh air in, in a sense, and not just recirculating the moisture that's in the cab. So, I mean, it's as simple as hitting a button, but when you don't know which button to hit or what it does, it can hurt you and not help you sometimes, so. Right. Yep. And we'll talk a little bit more about that as we go along or that type of a scenario. Uh, the next thing that I uh, wanted to mention is air going to the windshield, uh, but not having the air conditioning compressor on. Now, we're going to expand on this, but basically most cars today have a button that you push and that turns on the air conditioning compressor. But in some situations you can have, like my Chevy truck, I can have air going to my windshield and to my feet, that's one of the settings, uh, and not have the AC compressor going. So if I, if I do that, then I can have moist uh, air going to my windshield, which could make it fog more. So that's one of the items. Uh, another thing is uh, low fan speed, Pat. Um, if, if someone is driving their car and they're, they're in these conditions, uh, but they don't have the fan going, um, you know, then that can cause uh, fogging conditions. Yeah, and something with low fan speeds or low airflow, I mean, they can be caused as something as simple as, you know, a resistor going bad or possibly a plug cabin air filter could definitely cause something like that. Or debris just in the cabin air filter, you get leaves and stuff falling down in there, and that'll definitely limit sure. airflow to the windshield and not allow it to do its job properly. Yeah, yeah. And so then the last item I was going to mention in this uh, who causes foggy windows is uh, having your air conditioning service. Now, we're going to talk more about that, but basically there is a service path that you provide, right, at, at uh, Toon Tech Downtown? Yes, definitely. Make sure that the levels are all to where they need to be at so the system will stay running and keep the compressor on, air conditioning compressor on, even when you're running the def the defrost to allow moisture to be pulled out of the vehicle. Right, right. So that air conditioning service is something that an auto owner could do periodically in order to make sure that their system is operating efficiently. Definitely. Okay. All right, now let's talk about the next W, which is what causes fogging windows. And, and that's pretty obvious. We all know that it's moisture. But coming in a close second could be a situation where you you don't have enough dry air. So the system uh, it needs to be drying the air that comes in and blows on the windows. Or again, you might have the air might not be warm enough. So if the 
the air is blowing, but it's not warm enough. It may not clear the windows well. Uh, and then the last thing is maybe the, the air won't be flowing to the correct windows. It may be not hitting the windshield directly or the side windows as well as it should. So, so that's just a little bit about what causes. It's primarily moisture, but a secondary cause could be the system itself not working correctly. Yeah, and when you're saying directions too, I mean, the mode doors could be not allowing the air to flow to the right place, or you could have a weak blower motor, or once again, a restricted cabin air filter. Yeah, yeah. So basically what you're saying then, Pat, is that there's some mechanical doors that open and close under the dash. We never see them, but that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, that's exactly right, Dave. Okay. All right. So those doors might not be moving. So let's get to the next one because it's really, you know, along that same lines is um, when air conditioning failures cause foggy windows. And, and we're basically going to, we put together kind of a list of, of potential causes um, that can uh, contribute from the AC system uh, causing windows to fog. So as you Pat, have mentioned several times, um, the, uh, when you have a restricted cabin air filter. So what really goes on when you have that restricted cabin air filter, Pat? Well, what's happening is it's just not, it's collecting dust and debris depending, you know, a lot of us here in Idaho like to hunt and fish and get out and explore. I mean, when you're doing that, you're in dirt roads and, you know, just the air and trees and even up skiing when you're in the pines, sometimes pines when you're out skiing on the hills, they're, you got needles coming down on top of your car and they can get in that system, the fresh air inlet, and then they'll drop down to the cabin air filter. And it is, it's as simple as what it sounds. It's a, it's an air filter. And so things can pile up on this filter and cause it to be restricted. And when the blower motor is blowing against that, it's not able to get through the vents or through the defrost vents to get to the windshield at the power it's supposed to have. And so that limits the amount of air getting to the windshield. So Okay, great. Yep, that's very clear then, yeah. Okay, now the next thing is Freon charge could be low. What's the problem there? Well, what's, what's happening there is if you're low on Freon, you may not even realize it, but the car can be low on Freon and you'd still be cooling in the summer, but even in the winter when you're low on Freon, it's going to cause the system to short cycle. And so that compressor won't stay running. And so when the compressor is not staying running, it's not able to pull the moisture out of the air and get the moisture out of the cab. And so we're constantly fighting blowing wet air on the windshield, which is causing fogginess inside. Okay, so the, the system basically isn't as efficient. The air conditioning system isn't as efficient when it's got a low Freon charge. Yes. Okay. All right. Next item is when you have a slipping serpentine belt. Um, so the serpentine belt is going to be turning the air conditioning compressor, and we're not going to get real technical here, but basically that's kind of the main uh, pump, isn't it, for the AC system? Yeah, it definitely is. And it's the same thing as having kind of a, a low charge, if you will, or low on Freon. It's not going to be working at its peak performance. And I mean, that can be caused by a belt be as simple as a belt being loose or just a belt that's worn out and it's just slipping on the pulley itself. So it's kind of the same effect yeah. of having a, a low charge on your Freon system as having a slipping belt would be. Okay. 
Okay. Now the next item uh, I mentioned here is just a uh, just a warm compressor, and that's something obviously a driver and you're not really going to know. It, it could be something that could be tested uh, at the shop, but uh, that could be something that could contribute to this uh, fogging condition. Um, the next item is uh, AC, your air conditioning system electronics fails. And as we know, today's cars have just a ton of electronics on them. And, you know, that could cause any number of problems. Pat, you've mentioned several of them. Uh, doors not moving properly or fans not working or any number of things like that from these electronic systems. Yeah, no, the complex of cars anymore is there's a a lot of different scenarios and i mean who thought we'd be sitting here talking about air conditioning in the middle of december yeah so. yeah definitely definitely uh the the cars are built more so than ever before to keep us comfortable inside and and that involves a lot of a lot of electronics and a lot of a lot of things going on yeah simply put uh, i mean it's just like us you know one hand washes the other i mean all these systems have to work together to keep us comfortable and safe in our vehicles yeah, yeah. And the last thing in this section um, is um, mechanical problems. And we've alluded to and talked about earlier doors that have to move, and that's a mechanical movement. So if there, there are things that are not moving properly, then, then that can cause the, the windows to fog. So let's move on to the next one now, which is where you're driving and under what conditions that uh, can cause the, the window fogging. And there's primarily two factors that relate to that. And, and the first one is primarily, obviously, when you're in a cold, damp environment and you're, uh, you're most likely going to get that type of condition. You've got extra moisture in the air, in the, in the cab, and that can cause that fogging. Uh, one more thing I was going to mention here that I think is important is if you're up skiing, I, I alluded to it earlier, and your clothes are wet and you're breathing hard and all that cold, damp moisture up on the hill can really bring out a lot of lot of uh, moisture that can be thrown onto the window. So, Pat, anything you can add to that? Well, yeah, no, just when you're talking about everybody out skiing and, you know, the way we live in this great state of Idaho that we live in, it's just uh, reminded me, my girlfriend took me to Maui back in April, and we did this road to Hana, and, you know, we hiked up and saw a great waterfall came home we wasted too much time and it started getting dark but we got out of there and as we were leaving there i mean we just got into an extreme downpour so kind of the when and where of all this stuff is is you know we're all going to have to deal with foggy windshields at some point in time but trying to be ready for them and prepared for them is the best thing i mean we were trying to get out of there so we kind of had to pull over and wait for our car to warm up and let the car do its thing so we could get out of this road to Hana, you know, 600 curves yeah. and 60 bridges or something like that. And we wanted to get <laughs> out of there safely. So when you were talking about the skiing and stuff, I was just that just jawed my memory of that experience yeah. I had. Yeah. And that is quite a road. I've been on that too. And that is a man, that is a wild ride. I'll tell you. That so sure you, you know what I'm saying when it's dark and you want to see clearly. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, let's get on to the next one, which is how defrosters prevent fogging. And, and again, we've talked about it some, but the primary function to keep in mind is that the air conditioning system dries the air. 
it wants to remove that moisture from the air. And we're not going to get technical about how it does that, but it is very important that it work efficiently so they can pull that moisture out of that air before that air gets blown onto the windows. And then another piece of that is that the, the air conditioning system has to, like we've talked about, direct that air to the proper location. It needs to go to the windshield primarily and also those two side doors uh, side door windows are obviously very important for the driver to see. But uh, another thing, as I've experienced this, is is that, uh, you know, all the windows need to be clear. And, and sometimes that's hard to do because, uh, um, you know, with the wet conditions. But, Pat, any, anything to add to that, or what do you think about that? Well, I, you, you're on the right track there. I mean, it's just important to get the air to the right direction and make sure it's dry air and not moist air and like we've been discussing, I mean, that's kind of the air compressor's job is to, you know, pull the moisture out of the cabin. Yeah. And on the first section, the, the who part of it, it uh, made note of the, the driver controls. And, you know, you have to have a lot of airflow on a, on a, especially on a big car under those conditions to get all the windows defrosted. So there really needs to be a lot of airflow. So keeping that volume up is really important too. Definitely. Okay, moving to the next uh, W, which is why air conditioning systems have internal problems. So we're going to talk in a little, little bit of detail about what's going on in these systems, and Pat's alluded to some of it here, but uh, the first item is hoses and seals leak freon over time. So, Pat, what would you say to that? Yeah, it's just pretty much my rule of thumb is that I like to see customers in here, you know, every other year getting your AC checked on a newer vehicle. And we can just make sure that the system is still full. If it's not full, we can try and identify where it's coming from. Because now and more and more on these cars, I mean, they're taking, now we're measuring Freon in ounces, which back in the earlier time, we were measuring Freon in pounds. But those days are gone. Systems are getting smaller and they're working more efficiently. So when you're losing ounces and and a system that only holds eight ounces, I mean, if you really do the math on it, I mean, that could be up to 25% of the level of Freon. So it's pretty critical to get in here and just see if we got a something, an O-ring leaking at a hose connection or just making sure that the system's charged properly so it has the right amount of oil in it and we're not doing more harm than good yeah. to the vehicle. Yeah. So one thing you hear is that systems just naturally lose Freon over time. Is that correct? Oh, that is correct. Yeah, it's a very small um, material. I don't know how to describe it necessarily, but it's very, very small. So a very slight leak through a seal or an O-ring can cause a little bit of loss over a period of days, weeks, months, or years even. That's correct. Yeah. Now, another thing that's... Uh, you know, along the same lines is is um, that the cooling system maintenance has not been done. Uh, and since the air conditioning system and the car's engine's cooling system work hand-in-hand, uh, hand, then it's very important that both of them be operating, um, you know, as uh, efficiently as possible. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that brings up a valid point, Dave, when you don't have a good cooling system working that pressures will raise on the vehicle's AC system. And there's a vent valve on ACs that when pressures get too high, it releases. 
So that can lose Freon also. And that's sometimes why, mm-hmm. you know, a car can be low on Freon and you may not find a leak, but if you get a cooling system fan not coming on or a plug radiator that causes pressures to get too high, the system knows that it needs to vent so it doesn't blow an AC line. And I'm not trying to get too technical here. I'm just trying to say yeah. that there's different things that cause different reactions. Yeah. So so the cooling system is really important to the function of the AC system then. So that's basically what you're saying, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. And so some items that that can uh uh in the in the cars the engine's cooling system that can contribute to an air conditioning problem. One thing would be a thermostat, the engine's coolant thermostat. So what could that do? Well, I mean, if a thermostat stuck open, the vehicle would never get up to temp. And even though you're trying, you're, you have the heater core under the dash that's trying to get hot air into the car, if it's not getting fully up to temp, you're not going to be blowing enough warm air across the heater core, which then in, blows it out to the defrost vents. Right, yeah. And I've got a real-world uh, condition or situation on that. Uh, my wife uh, likes to drive a, a kind of our backup vehicle. It's a 2003 vehicle Sabre. It's a real high-mileage vehicle, like almost 350,000 miles. But she just likes to drive it around town. And recently, we had some cold weather, 20-degree weather. And she was just in town driving. And she called me and said, I can't get my windows to defrost. They're foggy, and I can't get it to, to do a good job of clearing them up. And so... I got the car home and, and checked it out and found that the thermostat was stuck open. So it wasn't getting the engine temperature up high enough. And uh, it, so the, the defrosting system, the AC system is working properly, but it just couldn't get those windows clear enough. So I replaced that thermostat and, and now it's working just fine. So that's a classic example of that thermostat. Yeah, that truly um, is. That's, yeah, yeah. that's just, I mean, that just reassures us that there's so many systems that are contributing to help the air conditioning system or the defrost system. I mean, the car is just like the human body. We, it, we all have to work together to get to where we're going. Yeah. All the different pieces have to function. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about uh, cooling fans? What can they do to the, how can they cause a, a problem with the air conditioning system? Well, that's kind of what I was saying too, back to, you know, there's a, a blow off valve on the AC system. And if you don't have air pulling across the condenser, I mean, pressures are just going to get too high and it's just going to dump off the blow-off valve, which every time that happens, it's just releasing Freon because the pressures yeah. are getting too high and then the system ends up turning itself off for safety precautions. Yeah. So maybe to expand on that a little bit, uh, a lot of our cars are front-wheel drive cars, and they and so they no longer have a, a, a V-belt uh powered fans so they have electric fans that sit in front of the radiator and the air conditioning components and and so in order for the ac system to work whether it's on cool or defrost it needs to have air flowing through that radiator correct that is correct 100 percent true and so those fans if they're not working properly or efficiently then that could affect our ac system and cause a maybe a defroster problem so and, and, and along those same lines, then, is the radiator, the car's, the engine's cooling system radiator could have a problem, and that can affect the AC system. Pat, what would you, what would you add uh, for that? 
Well, just kind of, I mean, kind of like the same thing we were talking on back on cabin air filters, stuff debris can fall down in there. Well, in between the condenser and the radiator, a lot of times I've seen debris build up in between those two pieces. And so even though you might have these electric fans for the radiator and condenser to cool it down, if they're not able to draw through and pull through the fins of the condenser and the radiator itself, you're fighting two different problems. The You're not able to cool the Freon in the condenser, and you're not able to cool the the coolant in the radiator. So now you have a an engine that's getting warmer than it should and a condenser that's getting warmer than it should. And, yeah, it's just okay. not, not able to breathe. Yeah, okay, excellent. Okay, good. Well, I think that that pretty much covers our list. You know, we've we've listed the six things that can contribute to foggy windows. Um, you know, we I think we've covered them pretty well. Uh, one thing I might add that uh, uh, comes to mind. Uh, you know, we've talked about some pretty negative things and a lot of things that can cause fogging. But one of the things that all manufacturers do, if there is a failure in the air conditioning system, they all pretty much default in a way so that the air, if possible, the air is going to be going to the base of the windshield. So that's a safety function that's built into these systems So, by the manufacturers so that uh, if there is a failure, uh, hopefully we're going to keep that windshield as clear as possible while we're driving. Yeah, that's right. So that's... I thought I mentioned – go ahead, Pat. Yeah, no, I was just thinking – I wasn't even thinking about that until you said that. But, yeah, that's a default mode that they've done to, you know, basically – try and keep the windshield from fogging up if there is a system failure that the cars are now smart enough to say hey if we're going to fail and we're going to get stuck at least let's get stuck in this mode for safety yeah yeah okay pat good so anything else pat you can think of about uh, the, the discussion and the, the topic of you know preventing uh windows from fogging in these cold winter conditions we're in yeah i think just the basic stuff is knowing to have fresh air coming in and not be running the recirc mode when you're trying to defrost your windshield and you know it's the holiday season and i think we all just need to get out there and have some fun and the people that like to ski go ski and people that want to go tubing go tubing and or snowshoeing whatever it is you do go out and enjoy idaho to the fullest yeah you bet yep and the way to do it is keep those windows clear and be safe in your driving. And and so that was our reason for covering this topic. We hope it's been helpful to you. Um, one thing I'd like to mention again, that uh, if you are a listener and you need or want additional information, be sure to go to our website, tunetechdowntown.com. And uh, again, scroll down towards the bottom of that homepage, and there's a box, a search box. If you just type air conditioning in there, you'll find those articles. And if you're having any fogging problems and you want to get it checked out or any heater problems, uh, be sure to give us a call at uh, Toon Tech Downtown, that phone number, 208-336-5315. Or you can go right to the website, to the contact form, and, and uh, send us a message there, and we'll email you back on that or call you. And, uh, of course, there's that make an appointment button on the front page of the website that you can just go ahead and make an appointment. So at this point, we want to thank you all for listening. Pat, thank you so much for your time and, and we'll, we'll wrap it up. All right. Thank you, Dave. Happy holidays. You too.